What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to our very first Panther Pit of the 2019-2020 school year. This is sports editor Ben Barkley. Today, I'm sitting here with our very own advisor, Mr. Justin Spencer. Mr. Spencer, how are you doing this morning? I'm all right, Ben. You know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this. I know we got uh, we got some new sports writers on staff. So as we're breaking them in, kind of showing how this works, it's uh, it's me and you here talking talking Stars Mill sports. How's the how's the year been? How's it started out for you? My year has been senior year. You know, it started very fast. You know, it's Getting close to the end. Close to the end already. It's the end of August. That's you know, August flew by though, didn't it? Man, August was, was a quick month. That was quick. We're almost was towards quick. the end, but now we've got our sports have been right up and running, and they've been pretty successful so far. So let's just hop right into it. We'll start with a little bit of cross country. You know, going back in the last season, cross country had a bit of a historic season. Our boys won our very first school state championship, which is something to be very proud of. How do you how do you, how do you top that? You know, I mean, yeah. Coach Rock's first year, Coach of the Year, winning the Boys State Championship. I, I mean, like, I can't imagine trying to top that this year. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, hopefully they do, right? And then, so they had their first invitational last weekend, the the Bob Lasto Invitational, a pretty successful meet there. Boys finished third, and the girls finished second. But some not of a that, bad start. Not, not a, bad a bad start, start at all. But our top finisher on the boys' side was a. Uh, Junior Joseph Mozilla, who one of our staff writers, Jocelyn Weber, will have a player of the week up there very shortly. You know, he ran a, a sixteen twenty, which I was talking to some cross country people also on staff here at the Prowler, which was pretty insane. They said, "Not you know, I um <clears throat> I know um, Stackhouse, you know, one of our other sports writers did a coach's corner with Coach Rock yesterday, and I think in that coach's corner, which of course you can check out on the Prowler website, but <clears throat> I think she said." He shaved off like a minute off his time already. Like that's crazy. Which is a lot in yeah, cross country. I mean, in in the tough. first, you know, this early in the season, he's already trimming that much off his time. I, I you know, it just blows my mind. Like that, that, I think that sets a really good tone for for what they're trying to do again this year. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, back to the boys. You know, they lost two of the, probably the best runners maybe in the state, Nick Nyman and Harrison Foltz, who are both running at Georgia Tech this year. How do you really rebuild that? I think it starts with. Joseph Mazzillo, and then the, Matt Norton, who was the sec, top, second finisher for the Stars Mill Boys. Do you have where he finished overall? Overall? Yeah. It was 18th. 18th. Yeah, that's not bad. And, I mean, I, you think about, like, Mazzillo and, um, and and Norton there. We, I go back to, to your preseason story. Like, those weren't two names that, that we even had on our radar starting this year. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking Colby Smith and Thomas Hindy, and I know, I know Hindy didn't run – last weekend but uh you know when when you already have other names popping up on the radar and that high on the Mm -hmm. charts that's that's a that's a good start that's a good real good start i think that and the girls finishing second girls were second wow in that invitational top finisher was darby olive who finished 10th and then one girl i really want to talk about Haley ross this new freshman who is i feel like that was a name we might have mentioned last year Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember her correctly, like longer hair, but fairly short, but I Freshman. think that, yeah, but I think even like last year on the JV squad, she was an eighth grader running JV. And mm-hmm. I think that she was really competitive. You know, she was our second top finisher. She finished 14th in that meet. Wow. I've heard also from the cross country runners on staff here that on, on her easy days, she runs with the boys varsity team. On an easy day. On an easy day. Nice. Nice. That That's, that, that's awesome. It's interesting, you know, like this is. You know, we've been doing this for a number of years, Ben, and, and each year it seems like we're, we're mentioning 
different names. You know, a couple of years ago, we were talking uh, Megan Dobso, who unfortunately is not That's running amazing. this year. And then after Dobso, we were talking Darby Olive. And then after Olive, we were talking Allie Walker. And, you know, Allie's a junior this year. Her name's still in the mix, but now you're throwing in this freshman, mm-hmm. Haley Ross. And it's like, man, you just, you keep that talent coming in year after year after year. And, and I mean, you're, you're going to be competitive. I think what you said, girls finished second. Girls finished second. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I know that the, the, that team not too far from here that wears green was the girls team that won. So that's going to be real interesting. Um, what I heard in uh, for the boys, our star, our top four on the boys side finished before McIntosh's first run. Wow. All right. So their team might be down a little bit this year. So we're going to keep an eye on the girls side. Of course this weekend though, got, got a little something going on a little mm-hmm. cross country. We consider it, I guess, a home meet at heritage. So that'll be that'll be exciting. Panther Invitational. That's right, our very own. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing, all right, based on what we did last week, how was it on our, on our home course and mm-hmm. all that. So if you get a chance, Saturday morning, I know it's bright and early, and I know it's a long weekend for the students, but get a chance, head up there to Heritage, catch those two early morning races, and then go home and get a nap before college football starts. Absolutely. Make sure you go out and support your Panther Star. So now we're, we'll leave cross country and go into volleyball. They've started off good. Um, Recently, they've had a couple injuries, so they've been down a little bit. Our staff writer, Jocelyn Weber, has a story on one of their two recent matches against Harris County and Heritage. You can go check that out, problemnews.org. Yeah, I liked what you know. I liked what she said there. Uh, I know Ben, you haven't you, you've talked with Coach a few times on Coach's Corner and mm-hmm. preseason and all that. But you know, going into that match, it was one that we just picked up. So so Jocelyn get a little little practice in, in writing and interviewing and all that. But and then this storyline develops of you're missing five players going into them. I mean, the, the roster's 15 and you've got five out. It's like, man, and it's not just, you know, five who ride the bench, you know, some of them were starters and how do you, how does the communication adjust and everything? So if it was, it, it, you got to pull up Jocelyn's story. Like she, she had some great quotes from, from especially senior Kayla Sloan talking about, you know, like we've got to make these adjustments and coach kept talking about the communication and the adjustments and you've got to trust that the one player is there that you expect to be there when you decide to let the ball go and all that. I mean, you know, there's a lot of adjusting. And I, I was at that game with Jocelyn um, and you could see it right early on. Uh, and I think Jocelyn mentioned it in her story how um, on the short points, especially against Harris County, we could compete. <clears throat> But once that volleying got back and forth and, you know, these long points and these long rallies, you saw that communication break down, especially in the first game. Um, You could tell Coach Flowers made some good adjustments going into that second game. And, I mean, they still ended up defeating Harris County 2-0. But then again, I think Heritage kind of exposed that in the second match a little bit more. We ended up losing 2-0 to to Heritage. So speaking of that second match, we got – Audio, Jocelyn Weber interviewed Coach Flowers after that match, and here's what he had to say. Same as the first match tonight, we're just trying to um, adjust to having missing players. Um, I thought they did well. Um, Came up short uh, a few points on both of those, but we just weren't able to stop their streaks. They had a couple times where they got multiple points in a row, and and then we would fight back, but we just couldn't quite get over that hump in both sets. Um, what you guys have a game next Tuesday? Mm-hmm. What what is your team focus? Like, what are you guys going to focus on between now and then? Uh, well, the first thing is I told them to we're taking practice off tomorrow. They just got to get healthy, yeah. um, get rest their bodies, take care of themselves, come back, you know, eager to play on Monday. Um, and the main focus is is once again you know, just communication, team chemistry, 
um, continuing to fight and play for each other. So. so you think the injuries and the communication played another factor in this game as well? Um, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I think that it, it definitely made us make adjustments, but I think we adjusted pretty well. So, um, you know, that's part of a team sport. You know, you have yeah. days where things are going your way and players there, and then that's, that's why you have other people waiting ready to play. So I think that we did a better job of that than we had in the past where people were able to step into the role and play well. So proud of him doing that. So he was talking a little bit about he made some adjustments in that game, but the miscommunication was obviously still there. When you got five players out, top players out, you know, that miscommunication's going to be there. You know, you got to adjust. Some players are playing positions that they normally don't play. Then, I mean, you know, you got to be you got to be in it for, for the long haul. You know, I mean, you, you talk to to so many of our coaches around Stars Mill and it's like, you know, we got to focus on region play. We got to stay healthy. Like those always kind of seem to be the top two answers. Focus on our region opponents. Stay healthy. You know, so maybe all the you know, because what we made state runner up last year. Mm-hmm. We lost only to, lost, to, lost to, to McIntosh. I mean, and carrying that momentum, you know, hopefully maybe all the bugs are got themselves worked out early on in the season we'll get everyone healthy just at the right time when we i don't we haven't even played whitewater and Macintosh yet. yet so i mean those those are the two big ones i'm uh, i'd have to look at the schedule to know exactly where those matches are this year but those, but are those two. will be two huge matches absolutely given that we lost to both of them in the region playoffs to where we get the three seed last year and then i remember going to the whitewater final four match last year we were down two sets nothing and we rallied back and win three two yeah that to was go to huge. state which was Amazingly huge. State was a little rough, but you know, team was young. McIntosh, McIntosh just had a, is just they had a ridiculous number of season, like seniors. I mm. think last year it was just un, unreal. I'm pretty sure we only had three seniors. Last right, year. right, right. So it'd be interesting to see once we get healthy what what we really can do. Mm-hmm. I know that they played again. Um, let's say Thursday. They played again Tuesday night. Two dominant wins against Dutchtown <coughs> and uh, Troop County. County. You know, so I mean, hopefully, I don't know if that was a level of competition or if that was team getting the kinks worked out and you know figuring out that communication, getting a couple players back. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. It, you know, I'm going to go with what coach talks about. You know, like let's let's get into this region. You know, these big region matches against Whitewater mm-hmm. and, and McIntosh and see really what we've got. Yeah, and um, so make sure you go out support your Panthers volleyball. <coughs> they really appreciate it. <coughs> mm. It's the morning. It's rough, y'all. Not only that, but uh, I think this year we've got the the, re- the area tournament here, yeah, like early October. Mm-hmm. You know, we've already got that one marked on the calendar. So, plenty. Of, you know, I think they're they're away for the next couple of weeks. But then when we come back, we're going to have those big region mm-hmm. matches. So, you, Panthers, Mac- you got you got to go out and support it, man. You yeah, especially McIntosh and Whitewater. Yep. So now we're going to go away from volleyball, head off into softball. They they always <clears throat> start really successful early in the season. Eleven and three, already undefeated, five and zero oh in the region. It's been a pretty good start for them. And, and like saying undefeated 5-0 in the region doesn't even begin to describe. I mean, because not only undefeated, but you've already played McIntosh. Uh, and, and destroyed you played, them. Yeah, well, that, yeah. I mean, what was it, like 8-0? Eight, 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 oh? eight, oh. And then you play Whitewater. And, of course, Whitewater's always been the big competition. Continues to be, you know, like last year we beat them twice in the regular season. They – Beat us, us unfortunately, region. in the region championship and made us a two seed, and we know how that worked out. But like going over to Whitewater and winning thirteen, 13 to one. one, I mean that. Yeah, I, I don't know. This sends such a strong message to the region. Um, and I also think some of these wins are 
really a testament to our pitching rotation. I think we have maybe the best pitching rotation in the region. Lily Backus, who's insane in that Macintosh game I was at, she threw 15 strikeouts. Followed is, it up with, what, 14 against Whitewater? And then I think the, the next game it was like another 13 or something. I mean, you know, when you're throwing double-digit strikeouts every game, mm-hmm. and that's only one of our three pitchers. And then right after that, you got Paige Andrews, who's another good pitcher. And then you got a young Sarah Latham, who's I think has some great potential on varsity. She pitches a little bit in JV, who's also – she's doing really well over at JV. So – Hopefully her success will really follow her over the varsity. Yeah, well, and and you look at – I know Andrews is a senior. Um, Backus is a sophomore, sophomore. Latham is a freshman. So, I mean, you know, we're <clears> – there have been years where we've had like one, maybe two really, really solid pitchers. I mean, you get good pitching and the rest takes care of itself. Um but this year, for us to have three in the rotation, you know, if you end up playing a three-game series and you got, you know, in, in the region or whatever, if it goes to game three, you know that you can rely on that third pitcher if you have to. I, I, I can't think of the last time that, that we've been able to say that about mm-hmm. Stars Mill softball. So, yeah, it's been a good start for them. I know they have their next game a little after Labor Day, a doubleheader against Griffin. Let, let, honestly, that's probably going to be just a two quick two quick games. Hopefully, hopefully, but, but then. Couple days later, another matchup against McIntosh at home. So you guys really need to get out there and support your Panthers. It's interesting, yeah. I mean, you talk like us playing McIntosh again when we come back from the break, shortly after that, and um, you know we we eight zero at McIntosh, thirteen one at Whitewater. You know, I'm really you know you're you're playing away, you're playing against their crowd. You know that they always bring out bring out the, the student groups and all that. Be real interested to see what happens here on our turf, um, you know, and then hopefully we don't have the same situation that happened last year where we kind yeah, of run the run the region and then lose. falter a little bit in the in the in the playoffs there. But you know, there's exciting times. Yeah, you got you got to go out right. like like Ben said. You got to go out and support the Panthers. Like there's watch them. There's some good things going on. Speaking of good things going on, I think we're we're getting set up for for a big Friday night, aren't oh, we? Oh yeah, I cannot wait. We're going into football season. Friday night lights are officially back. Talking about last season a little bit, it was a little bit of a slow start, non-region play. Then we got into region play and just completely blow just about everybody out of the water. We won our third straight region championship, which is something I don't think's ever been done before. No, I mean not only that, but like you, you think about these this year's senior group who've been playing varsity football since their freshman year. You win the region this year. You win it every year. Of your high school career. Every single – I mean, that, that's such an amazing accomplishment to think that you're going to mm-hmm. sit there and, and say, I won the region every year that I played Stars Mill football. That, that's just incredible. That's, that's something just, that's just amazing to say. But, of course, you know, it turned into a early first-round upset playoff exit against New Hampstead, which was not good. I know Kalen went out of that game with a foot injury. But, you know, hopefully they do – they have a good season this season and I'll actually – Back in July, I interviewed Coach Phillips for that preseason story I wrote. You should check it out, prowlernews.org, and here's what he had to say. So last season, y'all win your third straight region championship, right. and then you guys lose to New Hampshire first round of state. Talk to me about last season for a bit. Well, we were real pleased. We reached our regular season goal, and we didn't reach our postseason goals. Um, we played after the fourth game. We actually played a lot better. You know, we had a JV football team. You know, we replaced 17 starters the year before. And uh, real, real young, inexperienced, brand new team. 
got funked a little bit early in the year, but when we started region play, we were ready to play, and the boys matured and, and played very well, got a lot of confidence. The uh, postseason was disappointing. I mean, we if we play that team 100 times, we win 99 times. And Kalen got hurt in the game, and just kind of things unraveled, and we lost momentum, and that team got – they got happy, and, you know, we just – it's a horrible way to end the season, but very pleased with the way it turned out. And this year, we got 17 starters coming back from that team, so we're real excited about this fall. So this year, you got a strong senior class coming in: Kalen, Hunter, Ben, mm-hmm. Artit, a couple others. Besides yeah. those, who, who else do you think makes a big impact this season? Well, our offensive line, the whole offensive line's back: Jeff Tiller, uh, Cole Sanders, Jackson Vi, Owen Phillips has come out from baseball and has made a big difference for us. Jack Barzak moved down last year. Um, Joseph Sudruth, I said Jackson, Cole, Tiller, just a very experienced offensive line. Uh, Logan Prince can play and going to play some. Um, and then our two safeties on defense are going to be, you know, impact players, Cole Bishop and uh, Wes Haney. So, we, you know, we're pretty excited about things. So now you guys are looking for your fourth straight region championship, and this class of 2020 be the first class to win the region championship all four years. How surreal would that feel if y'all did Well, they, they know that. They realize that. In fact, we actually talked about in the 100-year history of Fayette County high school football, only Sandy Creek has won more at this point than we have. And if we can win, put a couple more together, you know, possibly can reach that goal. So the boys know that they're, uh, they're in position to win four region titles and who – you know, that doesn't happen very often anywhere across the state of Georgia. So uh, we also know we've got to go out and earn it. You know, there's a lot of work to be done, a lot of a big price to be paid to be successful. So that's where we are right now. So now going for that region championship, every team in the region has you have that target on your back. So what, which team do you have your eye on before? Well, Griffin obviously is very the most athletic team in our region. And then, you know, the county schools or the county schools, when we play – Play at Whitewater and Macintosh, a lot of times you can throw the records out of the window and just because of the rivalry associated with it. And, you know, Riverdale's going to be better and so is Jonesboro. So this is the fourth and final year of this region. And like you said, we've won, them three, won it three times in a row. And we've got a big target on us. We've got to be ready to answer the call. So what he was saying, you know, you know, I think their top player right now, Kalen Sims, of course, he's coming back. He's insane, and now this will be his second year as the lead back because sophomore year he was competing with people like Cole Gilly, Mitch Perlant, Nick Brown. Yeah, we had like five running backs that year that, you know, mm-hmm. he was in the mix. But, yeah, I mean, you're in the mix with a great core there. Now he kind of well, gets to run the What show. I really like about him is that every time he runs the ball, it's we either get a first down or we're running nine yards. I think he basically, I think, averages around nine yards a carry. Nice, nice. We'll Which is keep track of that he stat. always – really breaks out for big runs. And I also think that's a testament to the O-line. I think we have a really good O-line that really knows how to block and get Kalen free and again those long open runs down the field. Uh, did, you, uh, did you get a chance to see the, the uh, football hype video on YouTube? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm in love with that video. <laughs> yeah, I saw that last night. Someone, One of my students had mentioned it to me, so I pulled it up last night. That was, that was interesting. I'm, you know, I'm curious – just to watch, you know, Hunter Lawson, quarterback, senior this year, um, kind of seeing, 
if coach kind of lets him turn the arm loose a little bit because we haven't we, we usually have more of that run heavy style of offense right, we right. rarely throw the ball yeah so I'm curious to see if that's going to develop anymore because I know we've got some some pretty tall receivers out there mm-hmm. um, so I'm curious to see if that's going to develop a little bit more you know if we're, if we're going to stick to the tried and true and hand it off and like you said just let the o-line do their job it's not it's not like we're not being successful with the run first offense Kalen is a good court running back and then we got Ben Bodney, who's also a nice big puncher in the red zone. Absolutely. So, anyone, uh, anyone this year in the region you got your eye on, Ben? I know, uh, you know that, that's always the big. You know, we got some some good solid games here. The first four non-region games. You know, we're going to go up against a Sandy Creek team that looks looks like the Sandy Creek team from a few years ago that was winning state championships. I mean, just unreal. But aside from from those first four games, any anyone wise, you got your your eye on? Region wise, I think. I thought Whitewater and McIntosh would be very powerful in the region last year, but kind of destroyed both of them last year. We got to keep an eye on these Clayton County teams, you think? You know, Jonesboro, Riverdale. Jonesboro and Riverdale, I think, have improved for sure. And this time, instead of being here, we're going over there. Right. So, disadvantage there. But I really think they've improved for sure, especially Riverdale. Yeah. Well, and I hear that they, uh, talking with Chris Dunn from the local paper, you know, Riverdale's, they've got, they've got one of those you know, like stout lines. And when you got that kind of stuff, you yeah. know, you're able to, you know, maybe not, maybe not stout on, on the offensive end, but like if they're, if their defense can, you know, hold mm-hmm. up against us, you know. But of course, Ma- McIntosh, you should always look at McIntosh because you never really know what's going to happen. I think Griffin also a big one. Cause you remember yeah, two, oh, two years ago, the, <clears throat> two years ago, that loss against Griffin, our only loss that year. Right. But then we, I'm pretty sure destroyed them too. Basically, all the last region, year, yeah. all the region opponents last year, we basically destroyed yeah. the Macintosh one. You're right; like that one always confuses me. Like on paper, it, it should be hands down a Stars Mill win. I wonder. I wonder if it's like a, a psychological thing. You know, like it, it's Macintosh, it's Macintosh, it's Macintosh, and like <coughs> like if the psychology there. Well, we play at Macintosh this year yeah, too, so you know we're on. Of course, for, when again. we played at Macintosh two years ago. I think we squeaked away with a one-point win. Right, right. Well, and that was also, like you said, the same year that we lost to Griffin on that yeah. last-second field goal. So, was that also – no, that wasn't the same year as, as the, the Whitewater snafu. That was three, was three years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they got their first Friday night lights against Mount Zion tomorrow night. Kickoff's at 730. You, you guys just have to go out there. Watch your Panther football team. Friday night lights. You got a long weekend. I mean, you really – you know – it's it's your first start for all football. Yeah, I said you got college football tomorrow morning. Well, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, you got you got Stars Mill football Friday night. You get up early Saturday, head out to Heritage, support cross country, cheer them on coming to the finish. Go home, get you a nap. You got college football the rest of the weekend. Sounds like a good yeah. That that's sounds a, like that's a great a, Labor Day weekend yeah, to me. Great Labor Day weekend full of football and cross country. But now going into a little bit of cheer. They're not competing yet, but. Two of our videographers, Thomas Cindy and Becca Algazi, they're going to have a video preview posted soon. Looking forward to that. You know, Coach McNally, always a good interview. Mm-hmm. You know, she's always, always excited, thrilled to be talking about her girls. And I always have a good squad, too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, Donnie Davis was, yeah. what, one of the top 16? One of the top 16, for I think, cheerleaders, cheerleaders in the state. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but this might be two or three years in a row where we've had a, a cheerleader in the top 16, mm-hmm. which is really cool. I think we had one two years ago as well yeah 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 i mean so so just good stuff there yeah i'm looking forward to what they can put together with that video you know becca kind of showed her stuff last year thomas came on this year to help us out um 
you know, so seeing see what their teamwork and, and everything can do to, to hopefully put together a good little preview there for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fall sports are getting started. Anything else from you, Mr. Spencer? Yeah, I don't know. Like, like, like you said, man, I'm, I'm excited. You know, uh, I get excited about any Stars Mill sport, honestly. You know, football's back. Cross country's doing great things, looking good. Softball, volleyball, you know, like we, we've touched it all so far. Although I, I do, I do have, I know it wasn't on our outline here for the, for the episode, but um, I talked with a couple of our dance team members, you know, they perform before the football game. And from what I hear, like I was blown away by last year's routine. From what I hear, they have choreographed an even better routine this oh, yeah. year. So uh, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. I hope, and I hope people show up early and, you know, I hope that uh, they pull up this episode on, um, on SoundCloud or on our website or on iTunes or whatever. I hope they pull up this episode and then leave us a comment, letting us know what they think of that dance routine. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then, you know, it's game on, blow the whistle. Let's play some football. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, that that's our episode today. Keep on the lookout for fall sports for Mr. Spencer, and myself. Thank you guys for listening.